Welcome to Go Rangers Radio, where the New York Rangers are always the talk of the town. If you bleed red, white, and Rangers blue, hail the king, follow the bread man, and know how to spell Capo Caco, then you've tuned to the right place. And now, here are your handsome hosts, Kevin Delury and Paul Cuthbert. They're not always going to get it right, but you can be damn sure they'll pretend they are. Now, let's go Rangers Radio. Yeah, good evening everybody and welcome to Go Rangers Radio. Broadcasting live from the Go Hockey Media Studios in New York, baby. Wednesday, February 26th, yours truly, Mr. Paul Cuthbert, and please say hello to your friend of mine, Mr. Kevin DeLore, KD. How you doing, baby? Loving life, my friend. Loving life. Seriously, I, I in the middle of, of last night's just uh, amazing game, I just sort of got caught up in the moment or caught myself or whatever you want to say it is and was just like, I, I can't believe that this is happening this year. I can't believe how invested I am in this game. I was, so, you know, on such a emotional roller coaster. I, I, I don't think I was prepared for that this year, to be honest, Paulie. To, to, to be that invested in the game, have that much emotion in the middle of a game, I, I wasn't ready for it. It's fantastic. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Buckle up, baby. They're just getting started, man. Good oh, show last night in Lake Coliseum. They Nassau as the boys, man. Uh, got a little crazy there at the end. They let the Icelanders back in it. But, buddy, how many times have you watched it? I can't stop watching it. <laughs> Number 10, Mr. Bread. Money in the bank. Three guys in the corner. Varlamov is watching him. That's how good he is. And there he is. He fishes it out to Mika. The blast. I mean, when's the last time in a big game, especially against the Islanders, where a goal like that is just, just thrown you out of your seat, man? I mean, and then the, the roar. It was like old times, KD. The roar of the Ranger fans inside the Coliseum and all these great memories come back, man. Bravo, New York Rangers. Good stuff last night. Yeah, it was just an amazing scene. I mean, you, from the get, I mean, the crowd was just in a frenzy. And I, I always, I've always said that the, the crowd, the Ranger Islander crowds at the Coliseum are so much better than the Ranger Islander crowds at the Garden. So, you know, I'm pretty excited. I was pretty excited to watch the game. I was fired up. Um, and, and that crowd just really, again, it, I was just sitting there watching it. This is the atmosphere that, to be honest, I wasn't prepared for this year. And it was there, like you said, the the range of fans just exploding on that Zabinijad goal to win the game. I mean, you had the big Truba hit. You know, we blew the lead, uh, went in in overtime. I mean, just the emotional roller coaster. I mean, you went from excitement to disappointment and finally to elation. And uh, it was, I can't wait. If this is sort of the appetizer, if that was the appetizer of, of the things to come um, over the next month and a half, like you said, strap in, Ranger fans. It's, it's going to be one hell of a ride. And that's, that, they were set up 
how many games, especially in, in Coach Quinn's first year, did they they lose that game. They lose that game. The Islands come back, they tie that game, and then the Islanders, they win that game in overtime. To me, it's like, ooh, something different's going on here, man, because we won. We won that game. We, I mean, Georgiev stood on his head, man. He just, what a kid. I mean, with everything that's going on and between Shostjerkin and, and, and Hank and whenever he gets back between the pipes, I mean, but that kid just played phenomenal last night. And we'll get into it a little bit later, too. I mean, the range is still averaging. Uh, they're going back up in terms of shots against. But, man, he, they were just, it was just phenomenal. But, man, he was just out of his mind. The guys come. I mean, look who scored last night. McKeg scored. Howden scored. I mean, mixing it up. Lemieux played great. Uh, the the Truba hit. The the just the energy. I mean, they they hung in there, and it doesn't matter. And even Mika said it after the game too. They're just finding ways to win. And at the end of the day, no matter how you get the two points, and whenever you can get them against the Islanders, man, we'll take them. But there's something really special going on. I mean, look, it's hard to believe where it's going to be March next week. And for for me and you, and like I said, you can't believe it. And and here it is. We do the trade deadline show the other day, and we have a lot of fun with it as far as the moves and everything else. And then we just couldn't wait for them to, to get back on the ice. And then no better than the Islanders. And, and here we are, man, just closer to the playoffs. Are you kidding me? Is it going to happen, Kevin? Um, you know, I don't want to jinx anything. But, uh, you know, as long as I'm eating my Ilios pizza and, my, and drinking my White Claw, <laughs> You know, I think we got a good chance. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, look, last night is is just you know the perfect example of what you're going to need down the stretch. Obviously, Buchnevich was not in the lineup because of the car accident. Again, just the insanity of the car accident. And and when that happens, you look for players to step up. And and those guys, as you mentioned, McKeg and Howden. You know, Howden was bumped up in the lineup as as Quinn sort of shuffled things around a little bit. And, uh, you know, you look for that secondary scoring. You look for these guys to step up in the big moments. And, and those guys did. You know, you can't always rely, you know, on Panarin and Zabinijad and Kreider to score every goal every game. So, you know, if this team is going to get into the playoffs, they're going to need contributions from the Howdens and, and McKegs and Brendan Smith and, and uh, you know, the other sort of bottom six guys in the lineup. So, you know, again, a, a great start to, to this, you know, post-trading deadline, you know, stretch here that'll hopefully lead, uh, you know, to a playoff spot. And it's just, you know, I just got to hide a smile on my face all day today. And, and Paul, you'll love this. You're a Long Island guy. You know, I, I go to pick up my son at school today. You know, I'm in Massapequa Island, the country over here. Yep. And, uh, you know, I see a, um, a, a father of, of one of my um, son's friends and, you know, we we were almost getting into it, fighting, you know, <laughs> as we're picking up the kids. He's a big Islander fan. And, oh, the refs blew the game. And, you know, they shouldn't have called off the goal. And the troop hit. He shouldn't have been thrown out of the game. And I'm just like, wow, 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 you know, <laughs> right in his face. And, you know, I'm walking past. I hear a mother talking to her son like, the refs were in the tank for the Rangers. And if they weren't cheating, the Islanders would have won. I always got to a fight with like everybody up at school today. So, and that's, um, you know, that's what it's about, man. Yeah, it's no, it's, it, it, that's, you know, that's where we, you know, it, it's been a long time since both teams have been good at the same time where you have that, um, you know, where, where everyone, especially on the Long Island area is talking about, it. I'm sure it's the same. And, you know, all around Queens, Westchester, wherever, 
Um, and, and, you know, you're sort of loving that both teams are doing well. They're, they're both fighting for one of the final playoff spots here. And, uh, you know, hockey talk has actually been on the fan lately. And so it, it's, it's just a, a great atmosphere in, in this area, in the metro area. And, uh, you know, a really, really fun time, um, you know, right now in Rangerland. Hey, look, if you're living in New York right now, New York hockey is in good shape. I mean, both these teams, I mean, if last night's any indication of what's what's ahead as far as, you know, even just regular season stuff, I mean, both teams have, uh, you know, starting to um, you know get a little respect back. The Islanders themselves, obviously, with Lamarillo coming in here and Barry Trotz, you know, Islander coach, yeah, but you got to love and respect him in terms of what he's done. Lou Lamarillo, obviously, you know, us old-time Rangers as far as the Devils and everything else, you, you couldn't stand it, but you got to respect him because he's a winner and he's a, a champ. And, you know, if the Islanders are good, it's going to make the Rangers work that much harder, too, to be good as well, too. They don't want these guys uh, stealing headlines. And, and now both of these teams are young. Um, you know, we've got a second-year coach that, man, he's just he's getting better and better uh, every week. Um, I, I imagine, like I said, the future looks good with uh, Quinn. He's, he's managing himself. He's got uh, he, he's, he, his lines, his players. I mean, the players are the thing, right, Katie? It, it, the players are making it happen. I, I mean, and, and that celebration last night on the ice was just out of this world. And they, they pretty much always like that. But to win a big game... They love wearing that jersey, man. Panarin went nuts. I mean, he, he sat in the corner there and, and watched the whole thing happen, and he just jets down to Mika. I mean, that's all of us. We all wanted to just tackle Mika after that goal, and it was just brilliant, and I think that's just an exciting part of this whole season, buddy, just doing this show. I mean, me and you... We've been at him for, for a while, you know. I mean, I hit you up last summer, and we said, let's just do this. Let's just have some fun and just go and go and go. And obviously, we're having a great time and growing the show together and, and with the fans and everything. And But now to to get the bonus of, of these guys now, actually, what are we going to do if they make the playoffs? What, what are we going to settle for, <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> if they get into the first round of the playoffs? What are we, as a Ranger fan base, going to settle for? We're not going to be happy getting knocked out in the first round if, if we get there. We still got a lot of work to do. But, man, it is. It is. It's a lot of fun. And me and you, are, you know, the older guys out there who, who've been through the 80s and, and the 90s, obviously, and then uh, 2014 getting close and everything, and then just seeing things fall apart, not make the playoffs for a while, and, and then the letter comes out. And it wasn't supposed to happen this quick. You got to take it. And it's just, more than anything, Kevin, it's just a ton of fun, man. And that was just just awesome to see that go down last night. After all of us get through pretty much, you know, a nerve-wracking kind of trade deadline where we didn't know what was going to happen. And now we got the team, we got the players. Uh, Shesty and, and, and Snoochie are going to be fine. And then we'll just, now we just sit back and, and we watch it. But like we joked about on Monday, and you said it too, <laughs> wins and losses and all that other stuff. I think we're all in, Kevin. We're all in big time now because they're bringing us in with us. Yeah, and and you know what's the best part about what we're about to embark on in the next sort of month and a half with this is is it's really it really is just gravy at this point. I mean, we didn't expect it. Um, you know, we we hope to see you know the team sort of develop, and by the end of the year, uh, we'd feel good about things going into next season, and next season would be the year that we'd be you know, really the expectations would be to make the playoffs. And 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 now that expectation is now for this season. So, you know, it, it's 
like you said, it's come earlier than expected. It's, um, you know, an exciting time and, and it should be a time to enjoy it. I mean, look, we're, there's going to be frustrations along the way because you sort of, you get a little selfish with it now. It's, you get to this point and now, like you said, well, well, what do we expect now? What are our expectations now? And, and what are we going to settle for? You know, and, and I'm sure every Ranger fan at this point is like, cup or bus, you know, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think every Ranger fan should, should sit and enjoy this because, you know, because there are no expectations. There were zero expectations for this team. So you can actually, you know, this could be actually be a, a playoff type run, um, you know, this this month of March. That actually, you may be able to enjoy because you really didn't expect it, you know, to enjoy this, you know, back to back against the Flyers and, and these other games against Pittsburgh and, and Washington. And, you know, there, there won't be that much. Um, you know, nervousness about it and, you know, edge of your seat. I mean, we'll, we'll be there anyway, but I think you you might be able to enjoy, at least for me, that's a, sort of my take on it, is I, I think I'm just going to sit back and enjoy it. Um, and, and if they make it, e- even the more better. Um, if not, I, I still feel tremendously uh, good about this team going into next season um, and, and, and we take it from there. So uh, my advice to Ranger fans, sit back, um, enjoy the ride because uh, you know we we do we have a great team uh, to watch now a young team a hungry team you know with with a coaching staff who you know it, it looked like you know it took a little while for them to get their sort of uh, you know mindset in place their game plan in in place their strategy they said to be patient um, it's coming we have a plan and and now the plan is has taken hold and and it's an exciting time and. Um, you know, I don't know what else to say. Just like I said, I just I, I can't wipe the smile off my face right now, Paulie. I mean, maybe in two maybe in two weeks. You know, after this gauntlet of a of a schedule that's coming up, I, I, I you know won't be as happy. But who are you kidding? Uh, who are you kidding? <laughs> if they lose to Montreal tomorrow night, there's going to be some Elio's pizza on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife is going to have to peel off the next day because you throw it up there in a fit of rage. Look, man, I had a, a good friend of mine. He's an Islander fan, and, uh, you know, he, he posted up there. He goes, yeah, he goes, uh, you know, uh, what are you going to do when you don't make the playoffs because, you know, you lost that one point, you know, against us last night. And I hit him back with I said, we're not supposed to make the playoffs, pal. You you can't. You see, there's more pressure on you, man. You better make the playoffs. You're supposed to make the playoffs. You guys went on the 20-win run. Uh, earlier in the season. I said, you know, we're creeping up behind you. And I'm not even, you know, forget it. The Islanders, we're done with them, right? That's it. We beat them. Last game of the season against them. I tell you what, man, we talked about it on Monday night. Philly, baby. These games are going to be something else, man. And that's going to be great because we haven't really seen Philly in, in, in a long time. It's been a while. And they're, they're more important to us right now in terms of getting those points. Obviously, you know, the, the whole mix that's going on there in the Metro and, and, and the way all the teams are playing. But, you know, this is just good stuff. And, and we've, we've kind of got to get these points. We've got to beat Montreal tomorrow night, and we've got to, you know, show up and, and play some tough games. If we do lose to Philly at all, hopefully we get a split. You know, I don't want to be uh, too cocky here and ask for two wins, though I feel the boys can definitely do it. But with um, St. Louis and... And Washington coming in, you know, uh, you know, because every every week now, every game, and this, like, you listen to us, Kevin. <laughs> we're, mm-hmm. we're talking about the playoffs. Playoffs. We are talking playoffs. about the playoffs. We are no longer talking about 
the goalie trade, the, the goalie situation, we're no longer, I mean, we don't, we're not even worried about Capo Caco anymore. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> it's just whatever he does now, I'm fine, you know, but, um, but we're talking about the playoffs. This is just, it's crazy. It's good stuff. I mean, look, it's just 62 games, 34, 24, and 4, 72 points, you know, seven of the Metro, six into the league, five points back of the Islanders now. They were miles ahead of us, man. Uh, just a month and a half ago, pretty much. And the fact that we went into their house last night after they made two pretty good trades as far as Green and, and Paggio coming in. And, um, you know, they've got Volamov in there. Got a good coach. They found a way to win the last couple of games and get back into it. And, man, we knocked them back down again last night. And that's just – I can't say enough. I mean, all of us do. And I think, you know, you're right. We're all walking around in a little bit of cushion of air today as Ranger fans. Especially, it's a, it's a double thing for us. Kreider getting signed, the trade deadline, the guys were all right from the car accident, and we win the we beat the Islanders. And now, man, look, hey, we're, everybody's, and that's one more thing I'll say about this: the fan base right now is just jacked up, man. That was just bravo to everybody who went to the Coliseum last night. It was that roar was just magical, and uh, this is this is what's fun about uh, riding this wave with these guys. And doing this show and talking about the team. And, you know, I think back, you know, when me and you we hung out in July and we were scratching our heads. And, and I think more than anything, Kevin, because we haven't done this in a while. And, you know, we were so invested in this team, you know, four or five years ago doing our own things as far as, uh, you know, broadcasting and covering the teams. And, and we did. We said, well, it's going to be a rebuild. It's going to be tough. But let's start a clean slate. And now we're talking about the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and it, and it's like I said before, it's just a it's a fun team to to root for as well. I think you got a bunch of characters on the team, um, you know, and they really seem to like each other. They have a it, it seems like a close knit locker room, which I think helps in a game like last night where they do blow that late two goal lead. Um, and like you said, maybe in the past, the uh, you know, it, just a foregone conclusion that they were going to lose it in an overtime, but. You know, these guys fight for each other, you know, out on the ice because they are so close off it, um, you know, and and they were able to sort of rally together and 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 get the win last night. Sort of put put aside, the, you know, that that, you know, last minute goal and and uh, come away with with a huge victory. I, you know, to throw a little cold water on it. Sorry, Paulie. Um, you know, I, I, I got to say, I am concerned about the game tomorrow. It, that has let down game written just all over it. You know, sky high from the island of the game. You got the you got the Flyers. You know, the the next night. You know, the big rivalry with AV and and Hayes and um, look House of Horrors in Montreal. We know what's gone down there over the years. I mean, look, the Rangers have actually had some pretty big uh, comeback wins there as well. So it's not you know always terrible there, but you know more often than not, it's it's been a place for heartbreak. You know, Montreal is, is a team you can absolutely overlook right now. They're, they're headed in the wrong direction. So um, I, I do – I will say I am a bit concerned uh, about the game tomorrow um, as a letdown game. You're a Grinch. You're a Grinch. You're a Grinch. You're ruining hey, Christmas. What, hey, I, I just want to, <laughs> you know uh, – I just want to go along with that comment that somebody left on, uh, you know, the iTunes that were, you know, only negative about the team. So I want him to feel good about himself. That one critic that wrote that, um, that we're only negative. We only we, complain we, about the team. We so. have our flaws. We have our flaws. <laughs> and we, but, you know, look, 
it's still not it's still not perfect i mean we're we're riding high and and everything's good but you know if if you know we're doing you know i know what you're doing you you know what you're doing you're just you're saving your ass that's all you're doing you just you just want that on thursday you, know, you just you know want what it is? That, I, I mean on friday oh you see i told you guys now yeah. you know what it is i don't want to jinx it i feel like we're too high on it right now we're too high in the ranges and then you know we're like jinxing it or something so i i need to talk like a little bit of negative um about the team just just so we don't completely on, just like man i don't want to mush it i don't want to mush it come on let it go <laughs> Let it you're, go, man. Put a little Dis- put a little Disney in your heart. <laughs> I get. Well, let's. I get let's... worried about it when when you think things are uh, you know going too well and, and nothing could go wrong. Now that's exactly when it starts going wrong. So I got to throw a little cold water on it. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, let's talk about the game a little bit. All right. So there's a couple of big things that that went on. Obviously, let's uh, you know the let's talk about Georgiev coming in. Obviously, yes, the big news uh, about Chesty not playing and, and Hank's the backup. And, you know, he goes in there and, and, and Georgiev really didn't miss a step. And even the goals that the Islanders got, not all that impressive. Um, you know, and, and the, even the one that Pajot got, he didn't, you know, it wasn't his fault. Um, as far as the lineup's concerned, um, you know, talk about Smith a little bit. Uh, him getting in there, obviously, uh, Brady Shea uh, opens up that, uh, you know, that regular spot. And, uh, you know, maybe talk about the way uh, Quinn tossed his lines out there. And, and, and we also have to talk about his, his quote after the game, too, as far as how he felt the boys played. Um, but, uh, yeah, talk about the game a little bit and, you know, touch on the Truba hit, too. I mean, it's a major controversy, obviously, out there. I mean, it's it, the one thing I'll say on this, you know, I sit back. When any, any of that kind of stuff happens, look, I think it was a clean hit. He, you know, Truba's not that kind of guy. Small thing. It happened so fast. These guys are going 1,000 miles an hour. He hit him in the chest. The jaw was at the bottom. It's clipping. But, you know, hopefully he's going to be okay. Uh, but if you flip that around, obviously we would have been going nuts. We would have been calling for the crazy stuff, you know, the interference, all that stuff. So we got out. We got some breaks last night. We got out. We win. Ha, ha. We move on. But uh, let me get your take on the Truba hit and, and some of the other things I mentioned there as far as uh, the other aspects of the games, Katie. Yeah, I mean, you know, just going into the game, obviously, um, Quinn had to shuffle things up a bit with Buchnevich being out of it. And, and going in, I, I really didn't like the lineup that he put out there where he moved Heedle, you know, to the wing on the top on the top line, moved Howden up as the third line center. You know, I mean, Heedle is our sort of center of the future. And, and you know, I'd like to see him stay there. But, you know, I, I mean, look, I get what Quinn was doing. He was trying to make the team top heavy, get his best players in the in the top six. And, and I get it. Um, you know, look, when, when I criticize Quinn, and, and it does happen from time to time, Paulie, not very often. But, you know, I, I at least understand where he's coming from. Like, if I disagree with him, I'm not going to sit here and be like, he should be fired now because he didn't put the lineup out there that I wanted. Um, but, you know, I, I had a little bit of a disagreement there with with what he put together going in i just i just thought maybe it would have been nice to see maybe gotier on that top line or or maybe kako um and, and leave Hedl, um well, you know Katie, as, on, as on that note center. on that note with gotier do, do you think he just doesn't know really where to to fit him in yet is, is maybe that's the catch yeah i mean look i mean obviously the guy is is new he may not be the you know maybe just didn't want to put him on a line with with line line mates he's not familiar with or uh, maybe he thought he's just too much, 
too similar to Kreider to have him on the on the same line together. He wanted to mix it up a little bit, mix up the skill set on the line. So, you know what, look, I, I get the reasoning behind, you know, why Quinn put Heedle up there. I just would have liked to have seen a little bit of a different uh, lineup out there. But that's fine. Again, I, I understand what he's doing. I, I don't think he's terrible and he's running the team and he's running the rebuild like, you know, some range <laughs> of fans do sometimes. Um but, you know, going in, I, I, I would have liked to have seen a different lineup. And, and to be honest, I mean, with the start that they had, they didn't look very good. Um, <sighs> defensively, Georgiev was, was saving them. I mean, they, they could have been down two, three goals in that, in that first period. And, you know, I mentioned it in the last podcast, you know, Brady Shea was not playing very well defensively. But I said, you know, it, they would likely take a step back in the first couple of games without him because he's been such, you know, a stalwart on, on in on the back line for them for so long. I mean, you don't just take a guy like that out and, and not expect to take a little bit of a step back. And, and that did happen in the first period, but you know, thankfully your stood on his head. Uh, we got the Panarin goal and, and, and we're up one, nothing. And uh, you know, I thought the big moment in, in that really turned the tide in that first period was uh, the penalty kill that the Rangers had there. It seemed that after they had that uh, penalty kill towards the end of the period, it, it sort of changed the momentum back to the Rangers sort of quieted the crowd, which like I mentioned earlier, they were in a complete frenzy. Um, and, and, and then soon after they killed the penalty, got the Panarin goal. And, uh, you know, then we went into the, uh, the second period, we got, uh, the goal from, uh, Mr. McKegg still waiting on my Jersey, by the way, um, <laughs> you know, nice tip in goal. And, and like I said, you need a guy like McKegg to step up, um, in the game where he hadn't been playing the last, last couple since the Gautier trade. Uh, so nice to see him in, get in there and, and contribute. And, and yeah, then, then you, we saw the, 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 the hit, you know, that Truba, who was probably playing one of his best games mm-hmm. um, that he had played, he's played this year. I mean, physical blocking shots. Um, you know, I don't know if maybe you, because you are sticking him with a, a more sort of defensive defenseman in Smith, you know, he felt a little bit more comfortable, you know, out there to do his thing. Uh, than he did with Shea. And I, I think Smith settled in there too. Uh, you know, rough first period. I mean, I think the whole team had a rough first period defensively. But after that, he settled in. You know, he had a, an assist on um, on the Howden goal. Um, again, another guy stepping up. Uh, look, I, I thought he should have stayed on the fourth line, got on third line, and he rewarded his coach for having confidence in him. So, um, you know, it, you like to see that. Um, and, and again, I, I agree with you on the hit, the Chuba hit, just to go back to that. You know, I thought it was clean. His did the skates go off the ice? Yeah, they did. But after he made contact, that's legal. He didn't launch himself. Um, you know, at the Islander player. So um, I, to me, I thought it was clean. He even you saw him sort of sort of bend down a little bit to get his shoulder into the guy's chest. So yep. um, you know, no hearing. Obviously, the NHL saw the same thing that you know everybody else, except if you're an Islander fan, saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I thought it was, uh, you know, not only does he, you know, get the hit in, he then takes on, uh, Pajot there, our, our guy who, who loves to kill us and score against us. You know, I, I definitely should have like went to, uh, some type of gambling website before the game and just like threw everything from my 401k <laughs> that Pajot was going to score. Uh, that was like the easiest bet, you know, I've ever seen. That was easy money right there. Um, and, and look, you know, you give up those two goals in the final minute and, and you, what's his name? Oh my God, I'm forgetting his name right now. Strom, goodness. 
you know, another You forgot Strom's name? I know, I don't know what, I don't know what, what? happened. I get so Put I get the so white angry. claw down. What? <laughs> you forgot McStrom? You know why? Because I got so angry because the guy took another <laughs> stupid penalty. I mean, I, he's got to lead the league in, in stupid, stupid penalties, penalties this year. <laughs> it's just, it's it should unbelievable. should be a category, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. So he definitely leads the league in stupid penalties. And he took another one last night. And, uh, you know, thankfully, at the end of the day, you know, the the Rangers don't completely pay for it by, by uh, you know, losing in overtime. But, you know... It, it's a great night because they get that much closer to the playoffs. It's a little bittersweet that they do allow the the Islanders to skate out of there with a point where they blow a two goal lead in the final, you know, five minutes. Um, you know, that that's a, a tough pill to swallow, you know, right there. But, you know, you take the two points, you get closer to Columbus and, and uh, you know, we move on to uh, to Montreal. So that's the main thing, Kevin. You just yeah, said, who you cares know about is, the honors? I don't. I don't care about the honors getting that point. And you know, tip of the hat to the Owls. They played real hard. They gave them everything they got. Uh, you know, we we went into their house. We took those two. We, we need the two points. I don't. You know, like I said, the Islanders are. I'm not even concerned about it. Yeah, you know, we won. We got two. I don't care about that point. I really don't. Because at the end of the day, uh, you get out of that. Like I said, stupid penalty. Um, you know, giving up the late two goals there at the end. And they really, the Islanders really, really had to work hard to get anything past uh, Georgiev last night. So you you got to appreciate that too uh, as far as, you know, where we sit as a team and, you know, with the goaltending situation. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if we're giving Georgiev enough credit for that performance last night. Um for for a guy, I mean, and and who knows when we see Hank? And if Hank comes in, and if Hank puts up a good game to help out the cause, again, I mean, these guys haven't been playing that much, you know. To 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 mentally, uh, you know, go to practices, be a part of this uh, organization, see the success that uh, Shesty's been getting, and then to kind of just you know to get through the trading deadline, and then just buckle up, put the gear on, get out there. And he played just as intense as he always plays Georgiev. And I, I don't know if we're giving him enough credit for the for the performance that he put on. And every time that he's been called on through all this stuff, he stepped in and he's he's had a you know, he's just gone in there as a professional. And I'm sure we're gonna see that one with the other with Hank. But I I love the kid. I love Georgiev. I probably I probably like him more uh than Shesterkin just because, you know, obviously he's been around a little more than that. But there's just something about Georgiev, the way he carries himself, and especially through what's been going on, and 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 sharing that backup duty with, you know, the king. And again, I turn around to Coach Quinn and I give him credit that he's got the guts and the balls or whatever you want to say to to be able to know that he's got a legend on his team, a legend to the franchise anyway, and he says, look, I'm going with the kid. We're going with the kid. We're going with the kid. Uh, the other kid. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's impressive too, but I can't I can't rave enough about Georgiev. I mean, I can't remember who that, that glove save he made there at the end, but, I mean, the Islanders easily could have won that game, you know, by another four or five goals. I mean, he was just incredible. And as a professional, as an athlete, and especially as a goaltender, and you know it, buddy, uh, just the focus you have to have in that building uh, with all the pressure and everything else, I, I just can't say enough about the way he played last night. 
Yeah, and he's been put in a tough situation, too, because, you know, with the three-headed goalie monster and, you know, he was playing very well in the beginning of the year and was sort of taking over and, and you know, it seemed as Quinn was, was ready to sort of hand him, you know, the reins a, a couple of times early on and he, you know, he, he stumbled a little bit and, you know, and uh, he was he could have been taken over the spot, but then, you know, you, you have Shestjork in there and he is the heir apparent and, you know, he comes up and, and Georgiev is finding himself in the press box you know, on the bench, not playing as much. And, and anytime he's been called on, except for the one island of the game, he had, he had a tough game. But other than that, he's been as solid as it come. And, like, you know, like I said, I mean, that game could have been 2 nothing early, you know, in the Islanders' favor. Um, and, and the Rangers really didn't have a very good game defensively. Um, and, and he, yeah, he's, he's probably stole that game. Yeah, you sort of, you know, you forget, you know, his contributions to the game after, you know, the big overtime goal. But, yeah, he was huge, and and you know he's being rewarded. He's starting tomorrow in in Montreal, uh, well deserved. And I, like you said, it it does. It takes guts for Quinn to 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 do that. You know, to stick with him um, over Lundqvist. I'm sure Lundqvist is going to get probably a game again, one of these games against the Flyers. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see what happens from there. But yeah, you know, just looking at the way it was set up, it really was. So Shorkin was was pretty much the starter. Georgiev was obviously the backup and with with Shorkin gone, Quinn's like, okay, so I go to my backup and the backup is Georgiev. And uh yeah, he's continuing to play lights out. Any concern and let's say Shesty's still in the lineup here too, uh the amount of shots, I mean they're averaging now pretty much steady 40, 40 shots against. So between Shesterkin and now Georgiev last night too and, and even previous games it seems to be that number's going back up. And I don't know if it's, um, you know, whether it's, you know, look, love the defensive core, love the guys, everything else. But are you concerned? I mean, maybe I'm a little concerned because that number doesn't seem to be coming down again. And as far as a defensive team, and yes, we've got the goaltending, and yes, we can step back. And, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Shesty's those records with uh, winning four games with 40 shots against in each. I mean, that's great for for the goaltending situation. It's great for the kid and everything else. But I think, do we should we be concerned? that That's a high number to pretty much let up consistently in like five, six games in a row. And, and yes, they're winning. That's okay, except for, the, you know, the Boston game or whatever, but... What, what's your take on, on the rubber that the, the guys are, you know, uh, having to face here? Yeah, I mean, obviously you'd like to see the, the shot totals, you know, a lot less than, you know, 45, which is what it was last night. Um, but, you know, not to get all analytical on you, um, but I looked at some stats today and, and really what they're saying over the course of these games, where they are giving up these 40 plus shots, the quality of the shots have been actually very low. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a large percentage of the shots that they're giving up are not of the sort of high quality variety. So, you know, if they can continue to do that, and I don't know if that's being done purposely um, or it's just the way it's sort of going with the team, um, the, the defense and, and the types of shots they're giving up. So if if, if they're going to be on the lower quality side, I mean, I, you know, it's, you know, really not that big, big of a deal that they're giving up 40 plus shots a game. And obviously, you know what? That seemed to be the the philosophy of uh, Tortorella and AV during uh, you know Lundqvist's heyday, and it never really seemed to bother him or the team. 
you know, because they had plenty of success during those times. So, you know, yeah, but- obviously you're dealing with younger goalies. I, you know, I get it. But, you know, it doesn't seem to have bothered them so far. It seems like the more work that these guys are getting, the better they are. But, sure, would I like to see the defense uh, stiffen up a little bit here in the in the final month as they start playing, you know, the Capitals and the Penguins and the Blues? Yeah, obviously. I, you know, those teams are going to get those higher quality shots. And, and you don't need um, those teams, you know, Sidney Crosby's and the likes, uh, you know, being part of a 45-shot barrage every night. So. I, I think eventually it will catch up to them. Um, so, you know, yeah, I, I think they got to stiffen up a little bit here. They had been. I mean, they, they had been playing well. You know, the the shot totals had been lowering. But, yeah, over the last, you know, whatever it is, week or two weeks, they've definitely climbed back up there where they're relying more on their goaltenders to, to win, you know, these games or keep them in them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course it's a concern. It, you know, less of a concern if they're they're keeping those shots of the you know lower quality um, variety. But yeah, I mean, y- you'd like to see that number you know in the lower thirties than you know the mid forties for sure. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be sustainable now that they're becoming a potential playoff team. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, and that won't. And and if they do get into the playoffs, that definitely won't fly. I mean, you know, yeah. it's. You know, the game tightens up so much in the playoffs. We've got such a defensive battle um, in, in the playoffs. If, if their defense is playing like a sieve out there, I mean, they're going to be swept away, you know, before we settle into our couch. So, um, yeah, they got to find a way to, to get back to the way they were playing, you know, you know, three or four weeks ago on defense. So, Well, I mean, a couple of things, obviously a couple of big things are solidified now, especially this lineup, the trade deadline's done. Uh, Brady Shea, there's obviously an adjustment here, and we'll, we'll see um, how that pans out one way or the other in terms of uh, you know how Lindy and, and DQ are going to manage that. And, and they're smart guys. You, you know they're definitely looking at this. I know they're not uh, – I'm sure it's not like in the meetings, ah, who the hell cares how many shots they get on goal uh, as long as we win. Or They're not going to play reckless. I'm sure it's, in the, it's a priority for them to bring it down. And, you know, that's that's something, like I said <laughs> – <laughs> because if they do, you know, just trying to get in here and, and, and make the play. I mean, look, we're still quite a few states away from, from getting into the playoffs. It's it's exciting to be there and, and, and to talk about it this way. And we, I think more than anything right now, the fun thing for all of us is, uh, you know, as fans more than anything, is to just enjoy one game at a time here coming up. Last night was fantastic. It'll be great to go into Montreal. Montreal is obviously is not the team that they have been in, in a long time. They they they've uh, obviously let a couple of guys go. They're they're in a they don't know what they're doing in Montreal as far as uh, you know structure and, and the future and everything else. And yeah, home of horrors and everything else. But I mean, it's going to be the first time in a long time uh, the Rangers should feel feel pretty good going in there. I know they went in there earlier in the season and we had a big game and Lemieux and everything else, but. Uh, this is a different team now. Uh, they're more cohesive. Uh, they're tighter, as far as the Rangers are concerned. And and that's a, I think that's another thing too, man. I mean, granted, Mika and Panarin have been there, but the the, the scoring has been spread out. I, I think that's a credit to you know at least the system up front with with how Quinn's running the lines and the different things he's he's throwing at them as far as different defenses. You know, against a, a, a Barry Trotz team last night. Uh, you know, and, and getting through the, the onslaught of the goals and, and, and the comeback and, and winning and everything else. I think, uh, you know, be impressed with the young team and with the young guys and everything else but, and, and, and everybody kind of contributing. So offensively, 
you know, it, it's all kind of going pretty well up front. And, you know, defensively, like I said, we're winning games, so we can't really sit here and go, oh, you know, uh, we got to straighten all this out. out. I mean, it's, it's working. And at the end of the day, like I said, two points is two points, and, and we're closer to a playoff berth, which is crazy. And now we've, I think everybody feels pretty darn confident that not only can we make the playoffs, but, hey, whoever we do play, if we get in there, we can be competitive. Obviously, we still have to stay healthy. We'll see what happens with uh, you know, the next couple of games because the, the intensity level is going to go up. You saw it last night, man. That's game one, post-trade deadline, and you know, uh, playoff push. And a team now that, that is, can feel it, a fan base that wants it. And, uh, yeah, the letdown will be something to look at. But I, I just don't see that happening, KD. I don't, I don't know if that's the kind of team. They played a stinker against Boston in, in terms of the fact that, you know, maybe they were, just, it, they were just drained out after, you know, having a good week there and then coming home. And, and like I said, they, you, like you said and everybody else, best team in the league and everything else. But, the, you know, the Bruins played the day before. And they've got some veterans on that team. And that's a Boston Bruin team that, you know, went to the Stanley Cup Finals last year. They're playing a lot of hockey, a lot of miles on those skates. I really thought they should have been able to take them at home that afternoon. But since then, like I said, they're winning, they're playing and everything else. But a couple of things here we got to kind of to watch. It's another step, I guess, for, for us to watch Coach Q, um, you know, handle this going forward. And I think that's, like I said, it's just try and have fun with it. But, you know, like I said, we're going to be throwing Elio's pizza against the wall uh, against Montreal or and, and Philly, too, because we're, like I said, they, they brought us in, man. That, that's, this, is a, this is a fun team, a talented team to watch. And, uh, you know, I don't want them to lose anymore. Well, <laughs> I, if you, I, didn't, I didn't mind it so much in the past, but I don't want them to lose anymore, man. Well, if you don't want them to lose anymore, then you probably shouldn't go to any more games because the only <laughs> game that they've lost – and the last nine is the one you were at. Oh, so. come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you stay away from the garden for the next month, a couple of months, all right? Stay all out right. on Long Island. All don't right, go. Now. Don't venture yourself into the city. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, uh, what about the uh, – I saw you on Twitter today. What's what's with this quote from uh, – from Coach Quill, Co- listen to me, Coach Quill, Coach Q, I've done a lot of hockey talk tonight so far, but – um. One of the things I thought tonight is we really had a between the ears. We had it between the ears, and we had it between the legs. I don't think a range of coaches ever said anything like that before, buddy. You know what? Uh, Torts used to say that. He used to say, like, Zuccarello had big ones tonight, or (laughs) he had them the size of the building, or he'd say something like that. Like, Torts definitely would would, uh, reference – uh, his his uh, twig and berries or Zuccarello's <laughs> twig and berries. I'm trying to keep this clean for our younger audience. Oh, um, but uh, I, you know, I love that that Quinn comes out and say that. I don't know, you know, if he's sort of you know feeling good about himself these days with how the team is playing and and a little bit more sort of jovial around the uh, <laughs> the press corps. Uh, but I love it. I love when when the coaches come out there and. And, and are honest and, and give that kind of opinion. I mean, it's definitely funny. Um, and I definitely got a good laugh out of it. But, you know, I, I think it, it's, it gives you a little bit more of the mindset of this team right now. They're feeling good. They're feeling confident. Their coach is okay with, with talking about his manhood. During, uh, uh, you're talking about his, player, his players' manhoods, um, you know, in a press conference. And, uh, you know, it just goes along with why I think a lot of fans are starting to, 
you know, fall in love with this team you just as a hardworking team. You know, I haven't seen this kind of, uh, you know, excitement or, or love around a team. I mean, obviously, everybody got, got into the team that went to the to the Cup uh, uh, finals against the Kings in, in 14. But I, I tell you what, that, that 2012 team under Tortorella, you know, was a real beloved team that lost to the Devils that year in the conference finals. And, you know, I'm starting to feel that kind of, or see that kind of feeling towards this team from the Rangers fan base. And, and really, you know, on that team, you had guys like Prust and Boyle and Callahan and, and Dubinsky and those real sort of hardworking guys. And, you know, I, I, I feel like we have those type of guys again. You know, when you look at Lemieux and, and Howden and McKeg and, and D'Angelo, you know, guys, you know, like characters, you know, I think everybody loves, a, you know, a character on the team and they sort of joking around there. I saw something online, like I think the MSG Twitter uh, feed was was showing the guys walking off the ice after the game and and, you know, Lemieux yelling, yeah, blue shirts, you know, and and uh, and D'Angelo's going, yes, yes, yes. So, you know, um, you know, that that's the type of stuff that, uh, you know, the the fan base loves uh, those type of guys on the team that, uh, you know, bring a little bit of that energy, a little bit of fun uh, personality. Um, so, uh, I, I think that helps, you know, uh, winning is the ultimate factor here and, and why obviously fans love a team, but I, I think that added personality, um, and having those type of characters, you know, on the team helps as well. And, and why, you know, the fan base seems to really be taking to this team. Yes. At least some of them are, you know, I think I got two issues about last night. And, um, I mean, let's talk about Chris Kreider. He gets all that money, and he didn't really contribute last <laughs> night at all. I mean, uh... Sorry, he was playing with the flu last night. Goodness <laughs> gracious, this guy. Let me guess, you're going to start child abusing Kako again right now? Well, you know, I think I might have to start doing this every week uh, as far as uh, looking through his uh, score sheet here. Uh, he had one shot on goal last night. He had 12 minutes of ice time, and everything else on his game sheet last night is zeros. Absolute zeros. I don't know. Quinn came out in the press conference afterward and mentioned how he thought he had a good game. I, he, I thought he, you know, he had the puck on his on his stick a little bit more last night than than he had been lately, and and he was getting physical around the puck uh, a little bit last. I mean, look, he, you know, we're all expecting a lot more from him, but he seemed a little bit more engaged than he had been the last week or so. Sixty-two games, Kevin. Sixty-two games. Game He's eighteen. Six. Come on, man. Enough. Enough. <laughs> Now, when he turns 21, are you going to say he's 21? That's it, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm going to give him, like, a three-year grace period that where he can do fun. whatever he wants. So, <laughs> so uh, all right. So, we'll have to keep the caco watch. We'll watch. Uh, maybe that's what I'll start doing here. And I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, if you're out there, Capo, and you're listening, you know, it's just I'm trying to trying to get you fired up here, man. We love you, man. I love you. Just want, want some points, man. Let's just uh, – Let's get it going. All right. Why are you so critical, man? You're bringing the podcast down. <laughs> bringing it down. You're always so critical. <laughs> oh, man. Too funny. Just keeping it grounded. All right, buddy. Well, I mean, you know, um, I guess, you know, this is this is it. We're all good. You know, what else can we do? Should we even get together next week and talk about it? I mean, they got it, right? 
we don't talk about <laughs> these guys anymore. <laughs> I'm telling you, we got to start bringing up some negative stuff, man. We are just completely mushing I this team right now. I just tried, and you, you just won't have anything to do with no, it. No, I, I, I think maybe you're right. I think maybe you're onto something. <laughs> I gotta, we got to throw a little bit of concern in, in here, I think. Because it's too, it, it is, it's become a little bit too much uh, rainbows and, and butterflies around here, I think, again. But for the for the other reason, the, the winning reason now, and, you know, it it is crazy, though. You know, again, we, we talked about this last time. It's just that my complete mindset of this team has done a complete 180. I mean, it, like, you know, it was all about development. I mean, you, you know, anyone who's listening to the show can go back to, like, every episode prior to the our deadline show and i i've basically said the same exact thing every week it's about development not about wins and losses blah 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 and and for now for that mindset to change like on a dime <laughs> where uh, i'm literally going to be i mean i just before i'm criticizing the lineup i hadn't done that really all year as far as just you know oh i get it quinn is just sort of working you know lineups because he's trying to develop these guys and put them in different positions and, and, and you know, and this and that. And, and now it's like, what is he crazy? Taking Heedle off of there. And we're going to lose this game and we're going to be five games out now, five points out now. It's crazy. It's all good. Well, look, buddy. Yeah. No, uh, and I love it too. I, I can't come. I'm not going to complain about that. Goodness. You know, having your team in, in the stretch run here, this is this is what it's all about. This is and, why we're fans. This is why we love sports, man. And plus, KD, you have your out. If they don't make the playoffs, right, you have your out. You're going to, well, you see, they weren't supposed to do this. Uh, progression. Well, blah, blah, blah. I mean, but that's what I was saying before. I mean, it is gravy. I mean, it's all gravy right now because there's no expectations on there. There were no expectations. I think there are now. But, you know, even still, I mean, if they end the season not making the playoffs, I mean, you know, no one expected them to. I thought maybe they'd be around you know, the eighth spot, you know, maybe fighting for for a little bit, but not not like they are now. I didn't really I see them as a, a serious challenge for a playoff spot. But now that they are, man, let's go. I'm in. I'm all in. Yeah, put your I, big like boy. I said, put your big like boy said, pants on, man. The big boy I, games I, are coming up. I tell you, I'm, I, you should see my fridge. It's stocked to the or my <laughs> freezer stocked to the top with. Elios, the fridge is stocked with with variety packs of white claw. Forget it. We may not lose a game for the rest of the year. Oh, think of all the money you have to spend now. You thought you were going to save some money this year, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but now you got to stock up and get ready to go. Well, it's all good. Well, look at this, pal. We're uh, flying through another episode here. And, and again, I will say this as often as we possibly can, and that's a big thanks to all the fans out there who've been listening, we can't thank you guys enough. This is just a ton of fun. This is great for everybody right now, for Ranger fans, just enjoying this team and, and where we're at. And, and you know, the, the future looks so bright. No matter what happens here, we'll joke around. Look, we're all going to go crazy. We're, we're, we're Ranger fans. We're passionate about them. Uh, we want them to win. I can't wait. I, I don't want to look over the Montreal game, but I am. I can't wait to play Philly. See? I, I, might, I, I told you. I, you're I, doing I, it. The team's yeah, going to do, do it. it. I can do that, Ken. man. I'm calling my I'm calling my bookie up. I am I am betting the house on Montreal tomorrow. <laughs> betting the house. Now, uh, if the Rangers win during the ne- our next show, I might have to do a GoFundMe page to make all my money back. 
from from our listeners, but man, I, I I'm definitely calling my bookie and putting money on Montreal tomorrow. All right, we'll see what happens, but I can't wait for the Florida <laughs> games. I can't wait for them. All right, buddy. So uh, I mean, it's only been a day between episodes, but do uh, we have a, a new New York Rangers uh, KD man crush of the week? Yeah, you know what? Now that we are, you know, in this stretch run and going to the playoffs, I, I need to start taking this serious. The man crushes oh. and start actually making them players instead of whatever the hell I've been doing. Yeah, all fun year. and games are over, right? It's exactly. Uh, no, it's time now. to really, it's time to really get serious. The <laughs> it's time to get serious. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, Brendan Smith. He is my man crush of the week. I mean, he stepped in. I, I, like I said, I think he had a tough first period, but ended up contributing a Truba. Like I said, had one of his better games in a Ranger uniform. And I think that may be him feeling comfortable with, with Smith out there. Um, he contributed with, uh, with an assist, I actually said in the last podcast that Smith wouldn't bring any offense. What the hell do I know? Um, and and he got he got himself on the score sheet and and put himself in a, you know, he's put in a tough position. He's he's basically has gone from being like the fourth line winger to like the top pair defenseman on the top pair defenseman. So um, you know, kudos to him on a good solid first game. We're going to need a lot more more of that and. And by the way, I tweeted this out today, but how about Gordon, you know, somehow turning, you know, Smith's albatross of a uh, of a contract as, you know, he's barely playing into a bargain now that he's a top line defensive pair. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> Gordon had a really, really great week this week. Um, so but yeah, my man, Chris, of the week is Brendan Smith. Um, I think he's going to be if the Rangers are going to make the playoffs, I think he's going to be a key part of that or he's going to have to be a key part of that. Um, to help with this defense, like you said, that's suddenly giving up 40-plus shots a game. <laughs> Hopefully he's the answer, buddy. Wish him all the best. That's I mean, good. I don't know if he's going to be, but we need him <laughs> to be if this team wants to go to the playoffs, or at least one of the answers. It's all good. I would like to give a special holy nod to the great Alexander Georgiev. I'm, I just can't be more impressed with this kid, and uh, he's fun to watch, man. Love it. We're so lucky, man. Our backstoppers, baby. It's all good. When's Chesty coming back, man? <laughs> What's the story? I don't know. Of course, of course. He healed you up already. Don't Come want on, him back. I'm Tell telling him, you, I, I think you. Button back in the nets. <laughs> I, I think the, between these last two shows, I really think you're happy that he got into the car accident oh, with all your Georgiev love that. and you. <laughs> don't say that. I want to see the king. Get him in there. We got three. Let's use him. <laughs> I, I want to see. I want to see a picture of that other car. I think you might have been in that driver's seat. Oh, that's just wrong. <laughs> all right. Say goodbye to the folks, KD. Bye, folks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you so much for listening to Go Rangers Radio. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Let's beat the Habs. Let's beat the Flyers. Let's beat everybody. And let's go, Rangers!